Hello everyone, and welcome to this episode of Numa. I'm your host, Daniel Finneran. Thank you for joining me. Mindfulness for the thinking mind. Here on Numa, that's precisely what you'll find. If you feel that this content stimulates your thinking and nourishes your soul, or is just plain nice to listen to, please do consider subscribing to this humble little channel. Your support and your friendship will help it to grow. The great thinker to whom we turn today is T.S. Eliot. Thomas Stearns Eliot was born in St. Louis, Missouri in the year 1888. He died in England as an Englishman in the year 1965. Just prior to his 40th year, he formally renounced his American citizenship and became a loyal subject of Great Britain. He was a devout member of the Anglo-Catholic Church. Famously, he described himself as a classicist in literature, a royalist in politics, and an Anglo-Catholic in religion. In reading his work, one cannot only detect, but acutely feel the presence and the contribution of these three identities. Preeminent among modernist writers, Eliot was a colossus. To this day, we stand in his shadow trying to trace the complex outlines of his thought. Full of symbolism, brimming with meaning, rife with illusions, his poems involved questions about metaphysics, musings on religion, otherworldly visions, and observations of the bland and commonplace. The line around which today's meditation revolves is located in Burnt Norton, with which his entrancing work, Four Quartets, begins. Distracted from distraction by distraction. It's on this memorable almost hypnotic line that we'll be focusing today. Let me read it to you in context as it appears in the opening of Burnt Norton. Here is a place of disaffection, time before and time after in a dim light. Neither daylight investing form with lucid stillness turning shadow into transient beauty 
with slow rotation suggesting permanence, nor darkness to purify the soul, emptying the sensual with deprivation, cleansing affection from the temporal. Neither plenitude nor vacancy, only a flicker over the strained, time-ridden faces, distracted from distraction by distraction. I apologize for the length of that passage, but it does well to contextualize the line with which we're dealing. Distracted from distraction by distraction. This, my friends, is what you might call an infinite regress of distraction. Instead of turtles all the way down, we're dealing with distractions all the way down. And it is a long way down. We find ourselves in an interminable loop of distraction. Round and round and round we go. We may not have purchased a ticket, but we are strapped into the ride. We're no longer present. We're no longer alive to our surroundings. We're no longer connected to our fellow human beings. We're no longer here. No sooner do we wake in the morning than we're distracted. By what? News, tweets, posts, meals, shows, likes, worries, commitments. You name it. The rising sun invites us to receive his warmth, yet we ignore him. We're too distracted. We can't be pulled away from what we're doing to greet him and the day. And when the moon takes his place in the firmament at night, we lay our weary heads down on their pillows. We're still buzzing with distraction. Our heads are heavy not with sleep, but with regrets about the dying day and anxieties about that to come. I don't know about you, but I often find myself caught up in this cycle of endless distraction. I should say that noticing that you're caught up is an important first step. Extirpating yourself from it, however, is a much more difficult second. I'll give you an example from my life. Just the other night, as I prepared to settle down to a meal, 
I turned on a football game. It was a game of little importance, on which nothing serious hinged. Instead of cherishing, uninterruptedly, the delicious meal before me, I was mindlessly chewing while I stared blankly at the screen. If that weren't bad enough, I proceeded to mute the volume on the game and, on another device, open up and play a podcast. Distracted from distraction by distraction. I was twice removed, far away from the only thing on which I should have been focused at that time. The delicious meal. I was distracted from distraction number one, the football game, by distraction number two, the podcast. Admittedly, it's a bit embarrassing, but that's an example from my own life. What about you? How about yours? I want you to think and to fill in the blanks. What are distraction number one and distraction number two? How would you complete the line? Distracted from what? By what? From an episode of The Great British Bake Off by your Instagram feed? Both are distractions. And to what should you have been attentive? The snow falling gently outside your window? Your child playing on the carpet below you? Lecture notes in your lap for an upcoming exam? The question is, how do you liberate yourself from this cycle of distraction? Our modern age does not make it easy. Distractions are everywhere. They're so ubiquitous that to go an entire lifetime in a state of distraction has become the norm. Very few of us can say that we're ever not distracted for more than a couple minutes. It's as though society is working against us to keep us in a perpetually, hopelessly distracted state. And, of course, if society's not conspiring to distract us, we're perfectly capable of doing it ourselves. That leaves us with the question, what are we to do? The answer is simple. 
your connection to the present, to the now, to the eternal now must be restored. You must reawaken yourself to the present. You must become alive to your life. How is this achieved? Well, you can begin with your breath. Follow each inhalation and exhalation. The trail of the breath in and the way in which it streams out. the rise and fall of your chest and your abdomen. The flare of your nostrils. The coolness or the warmth of the air as it enters and exits. its aroma, its texture, its weight. That's a good start. Continue with that. Continue to focus on your breath. And whenever you feel a distraction approaching, creeping up, readying itself to pounce and impinge upon your mindful state, brush it aside. Tell it in an authoritative voice. There will always be time for distraction later. Not now. Now, I am present. Now, I am focused. Now, I am at peace. Whenever you find yourself caught up in distractions web, think of these words. Breathe, focus, and be present. With that, I bid thee farewell. From Numa. <laughs>